It is the duty of the free man to resist tyranny at every turn. Every man will either watch his freedom stripped away or take action to protect what he loves. Introducing the A3, the newest revolutionary body armor from Armored Republic. The A3 is the new standard for lightweight multi-hit body armor. A3 plates are incredibly light at 4.6 pounds. The patented design captures fragmentation while remaining multi-hit capable. The A3 will stop up to M80 ball, yet comes in at only 0.7 inches thick. The A3 is the thinnest NIJ.06 compliant or certified composite standalone plate that includes the drop test. The A3 is the first of its kind, patent pending, that combines an alloy strike face with polyethylene backing, revolutionizing body armor technology by providing strength and durability while remaining sleek and maneuverable. The A3 is the new standard in lightweight body armor. The fight against tyranny just got stronger. It's Friday, yes, and the temperature here got to 70 degrees today. Like, wow. finally. Finally, after what, like seven months? It doesn't matter, though. It, it'll <laughs> be like 25 tonight. <laughs> no, it's, gonna it's be, probably going to snow tomorrow. It's going right. to be up to 80 on uh, Saturday, Sunday. Hey, y'all, welcome to Cross Baltic on the Fight Lab Feast Network. I'm glad you tuned in this Friday afternoon, evening for you, um, yeah. because we're going to talk about media. Media. Because media is um, struggling right now, especially conservative media. So hang around for that. Media is not really struggling. It's it's conservatives and Christians that are struggling with media. Media is just Ooh. there. It's ready to go. Not so long ago, the American dream was alive and well. Employees who worked hard were rewarded, and employers looked for people who could do the job, not for people who had the right political views. Redballoon.work is a job site designed to get us back to what made American businesses successful, free speech, hard work, and having fun. If you're a free speech employer who wants to hire employees who focus on their work and not identity politics, then post a job on redballoon.work. If you're an employee who's being censored at work or is being forced to comply with the current zeitgeist, post your resume on redballoon.work and look for a new job today. Redballoon.work, the job site where free speech is still alive, redballoon.work. And by the way, CrossPolitik is hiring. <laughs> sort of. Still. I, I, oh, I read this hiring. last time and you all laughed at me when I said hiring. We're <laughs> looking really. for a contracted journalist who would like to work alongside CrossPolitik to further our mission to cover politics to the glory of God for free. <laughs> this position offers a meaningful opportunity for exposure for journalists who want to write from a biblical world view. Uh, what we can't pay you in money, we will pay you in glory. Is that it? We yeah. got glory. Is that it? Redballoon.work. No, that was it. That was it. That was it. Did you hear that? That was a punchline they that didn't land. That pregnant pause? Yeah, it was yeah. pregnant. It was like, are you done that yet? That thing was about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Go to redballoon.work. So when I started, uh, when we started CrossPolitik in 2016, um, <laughs> I couldn't um, imagine actually how powerful podcasting and, and media was. Yeah. And I think Christians for the longest time, I don't know, maybe Trinity Broadcast Network, CBN, maybe some of these people really understood what they were trying to do. I think they're kind of impotent at what they're doing, but um, a network, the concept of a network and and what it can do in in terms of discipleship and spreading the gospel and spreading the biblical worldview over news, media, politics, and everything, is pretty powerful. Yeah. People are tuning in daily to your show. People are We should have known this, though, because the Holy mm. Spirit, you found, yeah. you know, the Holy Spirit is the great communicator. Right. 
Well, it seems like almost that discipleship is inescapable too. Right. So you, somebody's going to be discipling you one way or another, and I think Christians are feeling that. Well, I guess maybe we should be involved in the process of discipling. Well, I think I think part of it for me too is like the cable TV. I mean, they were the gatekeepers, and it's so hard to right. get to to break through into that space to be part of that process and right. to use that you know pipeline out to the world. Yeah. And then and, and then the came internet came. Yeah. iPhones and iPhones. You know, and and we had our Napster moment that That's Knox right. told us about. Yeah, we have one of those right That's now. That's right. Yeah. And and so now we have podcasting and online streaming and Facebook and Twitter and social media. So the opportunity is, is more realistic to a guy like me or, or, yeah. you know, podcasts or, you know, yeah. pastor sermons, all that stuff. And, and so, you know, now we can, I, I remember, um, I've said this on the show before, but when we first started dropping our podcast and watching the stats grow and watching God kind of bless, uh, bless that. And then someone in Indonesia downloaded our podcast, right. <laughs> someone, you know, someone in um uh, Turkey, uh, yeah, Turkey, uh, yeah, yeah. Someone in Turkey downloaded. I mean, it's just so weird watching all these like. And then uh, someone in Arizona named James White started listening. And that was the weird part. <laughs> and, and, and he broke he broke our down. That was weird. Uh, and and to see kind of how you can use this little medium to go so all over the world was yeah. just it blew my mind. And that yeah. was so funny because. It was so easy. You you just upload the internet and it just happens, you know. Right. And it's been so easy to make this podcast. So easy. <laughs> oh it's yeah. The easiest I mean, thing ever. It's been incredible. I mean, like yeah. it's the easiest thing I've ever done. <laughs> um, but also at the same time in all this, how conservatives have dropped, I think, this discipleship ball of using network, of yeah. using media in such a powerful way. And conservative networks and media is part of the problem. Right. You know, um, We've we've brought this. We've been talking a lot about this recently. I mean, Dave Rubin's on the blaze. Um, uh, you got this uh, fighting uh, going on with the Daily Wire and Stephen Crowder, which we'll talk more about here in a minute. You got uh, Fox News kicking Carlson and fight. You know, firing. We don't even know all the details yet. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They haven't fired him yet. It no. doesn't seem like they're, they st- they still, they're still holding his purgatory. contract. They're holding his contract. <laughs> okay. Now Dan Bongino's fired. Okay. His contract severed. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, and so you, and then, and then during the shutdown, uh, Fox buckled on talk on on pushing back on a lot of the narrative. Yeah, uh, you, you know, masking doesn't work. Fox would never say that. No, uh, you know, uh, so uh, I think you know, it took them a long time to come out against that. Yeah. and there was only a few people who did originally. Yeah, yep. yeah. And, and they still won't come out um, against the vax. They're, they're In fact, some, they were requiring back. a lot of they their were, people yeah, to vax. They were. I remember those inside conversations. Right. Um, and, and so, you know, here we are where we're even conservatives are hampered in, by, by this, this avenue and this venue. So uh, that brings me to this. Um, uh, uh, you know, this last week, um, uh, Stephen Crowder uh, had to come public with, with his divorce. He's been going through a divorce uh, and everything. And, and um, we're going to start here. Uh, and, and um, well, yeah, we'll talk more about it in a second. But um, uh, he – been going through this two-year divorce his wife had um uh, they had twins together and then they got divorced started getting divorced like six months after they had twins so real, real sad that was a couple of years ago and so now some stuff came public and so he's had to come out and uh he originally is this the statement where uh, after this is the his first, first statement this, no, this is, is the first, first one so this is his first statement explaining that yeah he's going through divorce and, and the fact that he he's he's kind of upset that some people are you know maybe we're making veiled threats about this early on particularly candace owens yeah so here's uh crowder talking about his divorce real quick uh since 2021 i've been living through what has increasingly been a horrendous 
divorced. So if you're familiar with the idea of extortion, then you know the feeling well. Stephen has a lot going on. You know, Stephen purports to be a Christian. I am unsure at this moment if, if it is my place to say more than that. So that extortion? Yeah, well, I mean, apparently it's a veiled threat. Oh, okay. Because she's, she's, she's maybe intimating that she knows more about the situation. This is, so this is back when Crowder and, and Jeremy Boring and Daily Wire were having their, their little their tiff. Yeah, and Stephen recorded private conversations yeah. there and, and released and, it publicly. And then, and then Candace Owens has her podcast where she just says he has a lot going on in his life, and, and, uh, and, but she's not sure she should say any more. And Crowder is, is, is basically saying, I think she was threatening me, blackmailing me in some way. Like, you know, you better, you better be good or I, I'll say more. Right. Is the thing. There's the thing. I mean, this is the big thing. I have no idea what's going on with Crowder. I think, a, you know, God hates divorce. Divorce is awful, horrible, um, and so on. Well, and there's a video that came out um, between Stephen and his wife arguing, and it didn't look good. Um, is that, um, that was released by Candace? No, there was another guy who oh. started a Substack who had oh. gotten video from their security, uh, their security cameras, cameras in, in off their porch, and he released basically. So it had a, to be released by someone personal, an article, right. personal connection. Um, maybe and, that, and, maybe his wife, maybe his wife. And whatever. I believe there were some of the court case documents that were a part yeah. of the, the, the divorce that he also released, yeah. or he had parts of the, the dialogue that had happened. And, yeah. and then Kreider comes out today with another video saying, "Hey, I guess I'm going to have to release every. I'm going to ask the judge to release everything." Yeah. Uh, yeah. This was all supposed it, to be sealed in the it, courts, it, and it's starting to get released. So it, just release it all. This, this is the thing I want to say, and this is to your point, Gabe. Like this is all a distraction. Why this do you say that? This is a distraction because we're arguing over like this is like, I mean, without I want to I want to I want to note marriage is sacred. Marriage is a covenant. Um, God hates divorce. Malachi says because it covers people in violence. There are mm. children involved in this. Um, it, it, it's it, it matters in that sense. But the thing that I want to point out is so what we're going to do then what we're doing is we're going to spend I don't know how many weeks going through this this drama, this uh, th- I mean I mean this this is not a, this is only like I don't know this is not even a stuff this is National Enquirer stuff yeah yeah it's tabloid stuff uh, it's tabloid stuff it's yeah. like you know who likes who and who slept with who and who's divorcing who well the and, Daily Wire is all giddy too because Stephen released private. Recordings yep, of Jeremy Boring, and now the Daily Wire is like, "Oh, look at these private video of Stephen Crowder." Well, but that's the thing. Look, look at this. That's the thing. This whole it, thing, though, is it's awful. It's it. This is this is this yeah. is middle school drama. Yeah. Um. And that's right. and the thing that I want to point out is, okay, guys, this is why marriage matters. Mm. This is why marriage vows matter. Uh, I don't know what happened. Maybe Crowder got totally screwed. Maybe maybe or maybe he's. Uh, he's a real problem. It may have been yeah. a major problem. Yeah. Um, at the very least, we can say he's responsible before God for his marriage. Right. And whatever happened, he failed. Yeah. Yeah. To, to, you know, whether he failed in the sense that he didn't shepherd his, his wife well, and now she's in rebellion and she's and, and, well, that, and, that's and, and angry. That's the only way. That's the only way, though, isn't it? Or, or, or well, no, or maybe he's got hidden stuff too, though. I mean, right. I mean well, that's still failing because he's uh, not no, a shepherd. No, no. Well, I'm just saying whether stuff. it's his personal or whether yeah. it's his covenantal. Yeah, right. um, it's him. Right. right. And so, um, and, and but this is the thing: instead of spending our time fighting the darkness out there, right? Instead of our spending our time fighting, you know, 
drag queen story hour instead of spending our time um, fighting abortion instead of spending our time um, fighting the, the, the the sort of the uh, fascism of the, of the, of the left. Um, A bunch of conservatives are going to be drugged through this drama uh, for the next, right. uh, You know, hello. Um, Right. uh, For, for the next, I don't know, number of weeks instead of fighting. Yeah. Okay, so this this is what happens. This is what happens when you have a uh, uh, when you when you don't um, deal with your stuff. When you don't deal with sin when it's small. When you don't confess your sins. When you don't repent. Uh, when you don't keep your marriage vows. Um, you end up in a mess. And then instead of fighting, yeah. instead of actually being useful in the fight, right. he like Crowder is effectively hamstrung. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. he's hamstrung. Yep. And, and you know, I think in some ways, well, you, and divorce weakens you. Yeah, no. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, he but he's been already hamstrung. Apparently, mm-hmm. if he's been going for this to, for, for for two, two years, years, yeah, um, like that, you know, I mean, that, that means everything's been hamstrung for the last two right. years, right? Um, and again, I just say, like, you you got taken out. Yeah, you've been taken out, and um, and it also significant. It doesn't mean he can't ever tell the truth about anything again. Yeah, but I would say. The Bible teaches that a man who can't rule his household well right. isn't qualified to be an elder in a church right. because how will he rule the household of God? But by the same token, it, it, ought, it ought to at least put question marks next to how well is he seeing everything? Right. How well is he right. it, um, is he seeing? If the he can't, cultural analysis. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, how, he's, he's got a log in his eye, and he's talking about it, all these splinters it, out exactly. there. Exactly. So, I mean, but at the very right. least, regardless of how well he's seeing things, although I've you know, like in this first video— Initially, it sounded like he was going to take responsibility for what happened, and right. at the end, he says, "I made a bad choice. I shouldn't." And who I married? Yeah, I chose wrong. Uh, which, I chose which poorly. Was, which was, I think, a, a particularly shameful thing uh, for him to say. Yeah, right. Um, well, but, and I'd also just add here, you know, you got you got um, I, I, marriage strengthens you. A good marriage strengthens yes. you. A healthy marriage strengthens you. It makes you better for the fight. Um, uh, you know, I I have this from experience with my wife. I mean, when when. When we're living well together, when we're in good fellowship together, I feel a lot more stronger to go out and fight. I feel, uh, you know, like a like a like a well-equipped soldier yeah. to go out into the world, that's and right. that's what your wife should be doing to you, encouraging you, respecting you in that way, so you can go out and fight well. Right. And when you don't have that um, uh, relationship at home, when things are bad at home, you are not equipped well to fight out out in yeah. the streets. Yeah, you're hampered. Yeah, you're, you're weakened. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 don't see things clearly. You're not you're not Strong yep. for the fight. And, and again, at the very least, it ends up, you end up spending tons of time and energy and resources mm-hmm. fighting over stuff um, that is that it ultimately is just um, a waste of time. Yeah. I mean, and-, and No this, one knows the details. Yeah. No, no one knows who who's, no. who said what, who's yeah. bad. You got you got a couple video clips, but that doesn't say anything right. about no. the whole situation. You know, you kind of have, you know, Proverbs 18, 17. You want to hear both sides of the story. We haven't heard both sides of the story well at all. Mm-mm. And then everyone's already starting to take sides in all this. That's what's kind of egregious right. about this whole situation. <laughs> it's like, but it's again, tabloid conservative. We're taking sides on tabloid news. This, this, this feeds. Liberals love this. Yeah. Yeah. Liberals, like yeah. Thoughtful, thoughtful liberals yeah. will run these stories. Right. Like, let's keep them fighting. Yeah. Let's, well, yeah. let's keep the, you know, we talked about this a few times. This is, this is they want, um, the, this is a great contrast actually to what Tucker Carlson said. I, I don't know if um, you guys saw the video yeah. um, with, you know, so he's been sort of released from whatever from the, uh, from the, uh, from the Fox. 
and um, the fox, the fox, <laughs> the fox, and um, and so he releases this video. Is this on, on Monday? Monday. So this is the first thing just, he said publicly. Just since his just on Twitter departure. Fa- um, he just Twitter. just releases this on little two minute, two minute video. Good evening. It's Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country, kind and decent people, people who really care about what's true, and a bunch of hilarious people also, a lot of those. It's got to be the majority of the population, even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we have them. Candace and Crowder. Trust me, as someone who's participated. <laughs> and yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? It's been a long time. Debates like that are not permitted in American media. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them, and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. Our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Hardly anyone's life is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue, and so it won't. The people in charge know this. That's why they're hysterical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force. But it won't work. When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon. Think he's going to start a network on True Social? He's- no. I, 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 he's going to run for vice president? I, I don't know what he's going to do, but I, I just, I just want to talk about what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look, before you do that, go. I want to just point out some observations about just the look and what he's doing. I know. Yeah. Uh, like, I gonna... you have to pay attention to this. Tucker yeah. is a high-produced show uh-huh. every night, yeah. right? You hear that noise in the room? I, yeah. He is not using a traditional microphone nope. on purpose. He yep. is stripped down to the bare necessities uh-huh. of his image as he can. It's yep. almost like a shot on an iPhone with decent ring lighting. My producer back here is shaking his head. And he's taking away the microphone on purpose yep. because he's showing you, yeah. I don't have to have all that right. in order to have a massive impact. No. Right. Yep. I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to keep it pithy. Right. Yeah. But 75 million views on this since Monday. Yeah. I think well, it 22 blew up. million uh, watches, right. 75 million views. Now he's quadrupled it. And so this is, yeah. this is a very important because he did this very intentionally. Yep. You got the big machine, all the production, yep. all yep. the bells yep. and whistles. Yeah, I don't millions need that. of dollars. Millions I don't need of that. dollars. A screen yep. is usually behind him, right? Yep. Yep. He's got all the no. the big no no no. Here's an iPhone and a and a ring light. Yep. 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 <laughs> okay. And what's crazy, what's crazy is twenty two million views. He's killing it. TV was restricting him. Yep. TV no. was holding him down. No, I he don't get, think so. He got five million views a night. He releases a two minute unproduced tweet and he gets twenty two million views. TV was holding him back. No. 
Yeah, absolutely not. Hundred percent. Fight, fight, here's, fight. And here's fight. why. Why? If he, if he would have did this video and he was not fired, he wouldn't have gotten this many views. That's number one. Well, he wouldn't have gotten this many views. So, if he would have did the same video yeah. with his job at Fox, he maybe. wouldn't have gotten this many views. Maybe. What happened was they birthed him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they, yeah. they 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 birthed him. Yeah. They created a reason to watch Tucker beyond yeah. the reason that yeah. was already there. Yeah. Right. And it and it was felt not in conservative circles, but in every everyone, every, everyone, the liberals, the people who are on the the gooey middle. You got yeah. remember, there's thirty percent conservative, forty yeah. percent uh, conservative, thirty percent liberal, and then there's thirty percent gooey middle. Yeah. That gooey middle shook now. Yeah. That gooey middle said, "Whoa!" If you go look on some of the people who yeah. are on Instagram who are in that gooey middle or even left, they saw Tucker go and they were like. Look, I don't even like Tucker, yeah. but this seems a little orchestrated and something doesn't seem right here. Right? Yeah. right? Like, yeah. and, and at least he was fair. Because people know Tucker. Tucker, you got to remember, Tucker was not a, on the conservative side. Tucker oh, was on CNN liberal, and yeah. MSNBC. He yeah. was a middle guy trying to figure out how to be left and right and, and, yeah. Yeah. and be in the gooey middle. And all of yeah. a sudden, he's just their right's worst enemy mm. and the left's worst yeah. enemy. Right. You know, and he's trying to say, I just want to find truth. I want to tell the truth. Yeah, I, I think. He's on curveball with Chris Matthews. That's what it was. If he didn't, if they didn't do what they did, they wouldn't have birthed what they got. They yeah. birthed something. They thought they killed him, and what they actually did was launch him, right? right? And yeah. so it, they, it, it's not just like, oh, they advanced. No, no, no. They birthed something that, that was much bigger than Tucker, yeah. Yeah. way bigger than Tucker. The thing I want, so that's all true, and that goes to what Gabe was saying at the beginning of the show. The, the potency of media mm. is on high display, high relief right now. Yeah. With this again, yeah. an iPhone right. and a ring light. Yep. Okay, and and now no, not everyone's going to have the same reach and the same um, draw as as Tucker will, given sure. given his notoriety and yep. and so forth. Yep. Nevertheless, iPhone and ring light, right? Yep. And God has given us these capabilities. Yep. Then these great powerful tools, yep. platform platforms <laughs> to tell the truth, yep. to proclaim the gospel, yep. right? And again. Notice then what he says. He says most of the stuff that media is doing is inane. Most mm-hmm. of it's brain dead. Most of it is stuff that you will ne- doesn't matter and is irrelevant that's and right. you won't remember in five years. That's what I mean by Candace. That's what I, yeah. The, and Crowder. Well, and, or go back further to um, Don Lemon and what's his name arguing last week. Yeah. Uh, you know. Vevic. Yeah. Um, exactly. And and it's like there's these there are these cat fights that occur. And they want they want the drama because their whole plan is basically to keep you scared and angry. They don't want you to think. They want you to emote. That's right. They don't want you to think and speak calmly the truth with confidence and yep. stand there and smile yep. and be unafraid. That's right. They want you to be scared. They want you to be angry. They want you to shriek. They want you to yell. They want you to join the cacophony of chaos and anarchy because that is then what allows them to seize control. That's right. When I, there's when there's mobs and crowds, yeah. then you have to come in and you have to control it and the state is their solution to that right. and thus uh, ushers in socialism and communism and, and, and totalitarianism. Um and so the 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 point he's making is spot on and this is the point I mean in terms of the Stephen Crowder That's Candace right. Owens thing or Daily Wire and the rest of it is I I'm, I care about, in the sense of, uh, as a fellow human being, I care about the Crowders. I'm sorry for the divorce. It sounds yeah. horrific. Um, uh, they need a good pastor. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, Where's, has Stephen been they, seeking they, out a pastor they, for the last they, 10 years? They need years. to see their pastor. Yeah. Um, but, they, but really, um, it would be far better for a lot less of this to be 
aired nationally on their shows. Yeah. I know that as as public people, people would want to know, aren't you married? No, I'm divorced now. And that, in fact, is a public yeah. fact. Marriage is public. But but the drama, the 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 airing all the dirty laundry and the you, yeah. you did to, did not, okay, I'm going to record you. Well, I'm going to re- release this yep. recording back and forth. This middle school drama it's tabloid business junk. is tabloid yep. junk. That's right. Is a distraction tactic and, and the left loves it. And, 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 and we need to say, no, what we want is we want to tell the truth. We want to tell the truth because the truth, as, as he said, the truth wins. Yeah, that's right. I think there's, a, there's something, though, that everybody is missing along with the Crowder stuff as well. When you see something like this, the first thing that a person who is not thinking godly does is think about what's going on out there. That's the first thing they right. do. Anybody who's thinking in a secular idea is thinking about, I told you he's a monster. I told you he's problematic. But jo- uh, but that's joining the drama. Right. But a Christian looks at it and says, wait a second. What's my house look like? What kind of man am I being to my wife? What kind of father am I being to my children? And do I have any of those type of things that would make my house insecure? Right. That might fall in the time right. of calamity. When trouble comes, is right. my house going to stand? Right. And one of the ways that you know whether or not you look like Crowder is have you been faithful in rearing your children in the fear and admonition of the Lord? Right. Like, and if you haven't looked at that and say, do you spend the time teaching your kids about God's law? What is it? What sanity looks like? Yeah. And, and, and watching your wife in the word and, right. and, and having the discipleship with your family so that your family understands what they're, what's expected of them, that they should be fearing God. If you're not having family worship with your family and discipling them, then what makes you any different? Yeah. How are you going to stand? when? Because tr- yeah. the truth is, is that what's happening right now with the situation is it's being tested in battle. Right. If you go back to numbers, you look at numbers. Numbers is a layout. starts laying out in the very beginning the houses, the men, right? Mm-hmm. The heads of the houses, the, the 12 it's, tribes. It's the soldiers. It's, it's the fighting. And then who, who is, who's the one that they start counting? It's the ones above 20 yeah. that can fight. Right. Right. That's for battle. We are at that same place. Right. Right. These are men who are put into battle, who are supposed to be fighting, but they don't have the infrastructure there. Right. You can't fight well. This is what you were saying, Pastor. Right. Without a real infrastructure. And everybody's looking, well, what's, what does the infrastructure look like? Do I have my thoughts? No, no, no. It means it means you're on the same team as your wife. Right. And well like back to Gabe's point. Yeah. I mean it's like like you can't you can't fight if you've got to fight in your heart and in your house. Right. Yeah. That's right. You, you, can't, you can't do that. And, and but I there's a practical reality to what that looks like. Right. And, and it's like, there's one thing to say that, but what does a, a daily situation look like where you're taking and saying, okay, have I discipled my wife in the word today? Yeah. Have I taught my kids about Jesus? Have I um, brought things that are happening in the world to the home to show, okay, this is what the Bible says about those things. Mm. This is how we live. This is what our family culture looks I, like, I, right? I, and I, th- I mean, I think all those things are really important. I guess I would even back up a step before that, though, and say it, it seems to me that the fundamental thing, the fundamental thing is, is there peace? Well, I don't think you get peace apart from that. No, but 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 I'm talking about, yeah, I know, I know. But I'm, but I'm talking about just like, you know, sins are confessed yeah. and forgiven. Well, yeah. I, I, and I'm that's 
But I'm saying you have to be able to know what sins look like. Yeah, sure. You got to walk yeah. through the Ten yeah. Commandments yeah. and say, oh, this is what it looks like not yeah. to honor your parents. Yeah. This is what it looks yeah. like to be a superior. That way you, because there's a way to say, oh, okay, yeah, we repent of our sins. But if you don't know the depth and the richness of the glory of God, you don't begin to understand true sins. That's right. And so you're going to have to work through the details. This is why you need to work. You know, I say this a lot, but if you work through the Westminster Confession of Faith, the larger catechism, especially larger catechism, and go through the law, just go through the law with your family and you start seeing those sins really develop. And you're like, oh, my goodness. Yep. You start praying together. Honey, I've sinned against you. I didn't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But the word of God starts revealing those things to you. I and, just, just want to guard against. I, I've known people who study the Westminster Confession mm -hmm. and their kids hate them. Yeah. Yes. And so yeah. I that's I've and that's particularly a cancer in reformed circles. But that can work the other way too. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, don't no, study I, and they I, still I, hate I know, them. I know. No, and all things being equal, I would yeah. like you to be joyful in studying the confession or you know, joyful <laughs> yeah. in studying the catechism. Yeah. But I guess I, I always want to start with the joy. I want to start with the joy yeah. and the relief because there's a whole lot of people um <laughs> Maybe that more clip would have worked. I know. I was actually thinking about bringing you in. No. Do you still have that nail? Is it still out there? Well, before we get there, I, I'm yeah, just go. saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a. I mean, ironically, um, there are a lot of pagan dads. Yeah. Yeah. Who are way nicer to their kids. Yeah. Yeah. Than Christian dads. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of Christian covenantal reform dads that are jerks. Yeah. And they're jerks in the name of Jesus. You have to go to church. You have yeah. to sing the song. You have to memorize the catechism, whatever. And they're angry and they're bitter and there's no joy in that home. That's right. And all they're doing Choking is, it out. All they're doing is getting their kids the kids are just biding their time to get out. That's right. Because because what their their dad has surrounded them in Pictures of Jesus. I don't. I mean that yeah. symbolically, metaphorically, but like you know, the catechism and the and the trinkets of the faith. I, and now all they know is they hate that. Yeah, but I don't want to put the put the duty, the, the actual duties of discipling one's kids in con, in conflict with um, the Westminster uh, Confession, right? Because what I'm going to say is, but a father who is actually taking joy in this yeah. is going to. So, but, yeah. so my 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 point is saying though, somebody is doing it without honoring the very text that he's supposed oh, to be teaching. I'm just saying, <laughs> so, I've seen that too many times. Yeah, but the problem isn't the fact that the of the duty to do it. The right. problem is in the heart of the person that's who's right. doing that's it. Right. That's why I want to start in that heart. Yeah, but that's just applying the word of God to the heart first before he starts applying right. it to the rest of his family. Right. So that's self-government of God's law. Yep. I, I, I just don't want to remove the standard of what it, what joy. You get these things because you fear the Lord. Right. Right. You get these things. Well, what's fear of the Lord? His standards. Right. I love you with the first. If you look at the first commandment, it requires that you give all of your joys and attentions and, and desires to pursuit of God himself. Well, that doesn't look like, oh, I got to do this. Right. You're forced. to. It doesn't look like that. You're, you're breaking the first commandment yourself. Right. Right. And so there is again. I, but I, if you want to say, hey, I want to apply this first to the individual, then, yes, I totally agree with that. But anybody who's taken the joy to, to apply the word of God to themselves is then going to apply it with joy to their children. Sure. sure. I, I just, I always just want to make sure we cover that first step first, which is just that, like, make sure you have that joy because I actually, I actually think that that's like, that really is 90% of the 
issue. Oh yeah, that joy and peace. Yeah, the joy, or people uh-huh. think that they get joy yeah. and peace from some other place. Yeah, but that's but but you you can tell it's not because it smells funny in that house. Right, but that's because they're not <laughs> applying right. it in their hearts, and, and and they and they yeah. really and they really don't have joy and, and, and they cover it up with theological speak, right? Or, and or, Westminster or, speak or Netflix every night. Yeah, right. Well, you know, so, so uh, I want to I want to add something here because I think um, one of the reasons why I mean you know God uses the the metaphor of Christ and the church or or the metaphor of marriage to demonstrate the relationship between Christ and the church, and because marriage is the place where like the gospel is is most lived out in this world and 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 where the gospel's the most tested in this world is in marriage. I, I actually really liked Doug Tenable had a good tweet um about the Crowder situation and everything and and I want to read some of this and then and get back to marriage and the gospel. Um Doug said, um I'm seeing the Stephen Crowder divorce show up in my feed. I've been on the on his show and I'm friends with his father Stephen uh with his father. Stephen's sins are obvious and indefensible. Um, but if you look at the secret video of my worst moments when arguing with my wife, I would not come out well in anyone's eyes. Back in 97, when the hours of working in video games made me just a terrible person to live with, we had two years of marital counseling just to have a new start and now enjoy 32 years of marriage. My own parents were separated for three months. Now they're enjoying 60 years of marriage. And, and Stephen, Stephen goes on. But You mean uh, to Doug? Uh, yeah, uh, Doug, Doug goes on to, to talk further about this. But... Um, marriage is is one of the most um, intimate places the gospel's lived out, and and, and you know um, both husband and wife to some extent, if they talked openly about their marriage, they could take each other down. It, you know, my wife knows the most about me. I know the most about her. I know her sins more than anybody else. She knows my sins. But when that forgiveness is is really baked in the cake in that marriage, right? That's where that strength comes from. When that forgiveness is really baked in, when that gospel's really lived out in that marriage, right. you might have a bumpy. And we weren't talking about, you know, just because Stephen and his wife had a bumpy situation or something. It, it, it's the gospel that lives out through that. And then two years of marital counseling, whatever it takes, right. you get right with your wife, yeah. you get right with the Lord, and now you can now you can fight for thirty years. Not, you might you might yeah. be sitting on the sidelines for a couple years. Right. That's that's that, that's yeah. That's exactly right. And that's my point is that like the 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 the, the freedom that grace brings mm. the, in marriage, uh, forgiveness, and and you confess your sins, you forgive. It's under the blood of Jesus. Um, then you are set free. You don't. You're not worried about your wife trying to take you out. You're not worried about your husband trying to take you out. You're not worried about your kids or your parents trying to take you out. When you have that that unity, that joy, that peace, and then you're just you're free. To be used by God to fight sin, to, yeah. to build his kingdom, to start a business, to start a school. You, you actually can give yourself and you can get way more done. And, and, the, and the irony, of course, is, you know, as Doug's talking there or other people, a lot of times um, men actually do the math wrong because they want to build stuff right. and they want to matter and they mm-hmm. want to do great things. That's right. Out there. Out there. And they, it's right that they should be oriented out there. That's right. But if they don't have their troops in order in here. Yep. In their heart, um, with their wife, with their yeah. kids, mm-hmm. then they're going to go out there, and you're going to find yourself isolated um, from your platoon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so, mm-hmm. you, you when you put the time in, that's especially right. when your kids are young, especially in the early years of your marriage, when you're establishing the norms and so on, um, you, you find that then you, you like 
I mean, there's like lots of like. There, I remember the, the the days when every night it was you know it was family devotions and all the kids were there, yeah. and, and then it was like you know me and my wife, and it was like you know trying to keep all you know the children alive yeah. and get them to yeah. bed, yep. yeah. and you know that that was a, a, a period of time, and now. Like my kids put me to bed, and you know they're, they're like, "Dad, it's time for your bedtime." Oh, they tuck you. you in. They tuck me in. Like, Good night, Dad. We read me a book. They say a blessing over me now. Like, Please help our dad. He's going crazy. Um, He's getting old. And, 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 but but it's it's a different world now. Where my yeah. my kids go are doing all kinds yeah. of stuff now. Yeah. I'm busy because we're all being fruitful. Yeah, we're being and but it's and it's yeah. and it's high fives and you know here and there we it's not the same right right and and, right. and we have you know we, we read the Bible together we sing together but yeah. it's it's, a, it's definitely a little more here and there yep. than it used to be and but it's but it's fruitful and we're in fellowship there's yep. joy yep. um there's there's there is no tension there's no stress there's no anxiety and my whole my my family loves being at home yeah and and it's like it's a happy place for all of us we love being there together. That frees you then to go out and build, fight, conquer. Yeah. Because you don't have this, you, you can't get hamstringed at home. Yeah. Um, because of 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 this simmering sin. Yeah. Anxiety, stress, condemnation, accusation, or someone's gonna, you know, someone's gonna say something and leak stuff on the internet or put something. You well, know, that's operating in fear too. And right? Exactly. And then you're, you're fearful, yeah. and then you go out to work and you're trying to work, and you're in the back of your mind, you're wondering, I hope this doesn't blow up i hope i hope this that's doesn't right. come out that's right but mm-hmm. but and they've got Ugh. that's how the devil keeps you shackled hamstrung yeah. yep that's uh, right it keeps you shackled yep. um, we're, we're kept in prison by guilt and fear yeah and that's why jesus came to set us free so that your sins will be forgiven so that no condemnation can be brought against you by yep. anyone um so that you are in fellowship with your wife so that you're in yep. fellowship with your kids so that you can teach them so you can lead them so you can train them up and so that you can they they're not they're not just something on the side. They're your reinforcements. That's that's one hundred percent right. I mean, and don't and don't be shameful if you have to pause. No, like Stephen, right. like Stephen should pause right now. Right. Yeah, take take a break. Go pursue your wife. Uh, we, pause. At, uh, get out of the public yeah. space for a minute. Yeah. Don't you know? Get right with the Lord. Get your wife right with the Lord. And if and if yeah. God grants you guys restoration, yeah. Amen. Then get back to work. And get back to work. Yeah, but do that first. I mean, I've, I've t- I talk about this too with pastors. I mean, elders. I mean, the the qualifications for pastors and elders are really clear. And we do not trust God. Mm-hmm. Everybody always wants to talk about it being an exceptional situation. No. Well, I know normally if you don't have a, you don't have believing children or whatever, yeah, you're not supposed to keep in ministry. But you don't understand. Like this guy's like really gifted, yeah. and this is a really strange situation that is you know it's like. And we wonder why we get Trump, and and we wonder why we get Biden. Exactly. And we wonder why we get. And Trump's in fellowship with his kids, right? Yeah. Did you guys see Hunter's you know uh, uh, Biden's thing about you know they're all our children? I was thing. the Biden I, thing. I yeah. thought maybe that he was go his, kick rocks. I, I thought that maybe it was his way of saying that. <laughs> Barefooted. Hey, we got it right here. Oh, you do. We got it. Way to go, this Neil. Let's play producer. it. I want to hear Rebecca this. put a teacher's creed into words when she said, "There's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child." Oh my. Our nation's children are all our children. No, I, I thought that was just his way. Of wow. Saying. <laughs> I, I thought I thought that was just his way of saying that Hunter is all our problem. <laughs> <laughs> he got life bent. He got life bent. Tell people the truth. You can't handle the truth. Yeah. Well, Dime Payments is a Christian-owned processing payment business. Every business needs a payment process system. So please go to dimepayments.com slash FLF and sign your business up. Working with them mm. supports us here at CrossPolitik. They won't cancel you like Stripe canceled President Trump. They won't cancel you like MailChimp canceled the Babylon Bee. Check them out. At least have a phone call. 
Tell them that Cross Politics sent you. Go to dimepayments.com forward slash F L F. I ran out of water. I like that when you play this music for me. Yeah. I needed some alcohol today, but it's okay. <laughs> hey, it's time for the Cross Politic Weekly Wrap Up. Last Friday, we had Ron Hensel on the show doing some of the best journalism I've seen in a while. Facts. I mean, speaking of good journalism Facts. and good media, I mean, man, that, that, Thank you, Ron. that guy was a ninja unearthing mm-hmm. the truth about a photograph that was being used to smear Pastor John MacArthur as somehow being closely associated with Bill Gothard. After Rachel Denhollander read Ron's article, she said it didn't matter because she's pretty sure that John MacArthur has also been palling around with the Apostle Paul. (laughs) He was a bad guy, too. He killed people. But seriously, I do think the real target of all this smearing is the Apostle Paul, who had the audacity to teach that God has created a world that reflects his unity and diversity, hierarchy and equality with husbands as the head of their wife, like Christ as the Mm -hmm. head of the church, like Mm -hmm. pastors and elders, shepherd their churches and magistrates who rule in the fear of God. But, oh well. On Monday, we discussed Fox's decision to drop Tucker Carlson from the network, maybe over Tucker's increasing vehemence against the leftist jihad, maybe because Tucker is talking more and more like a Christian, maybe because Fox is just brain dead. And less and less like a Christian? I don't know. I mean, they did hire a dude in a dress as a news correspondent. Oh, they did. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was because AOC accused him of fomenting violence. You know, the violence of normalcy and reality and it truth. is deadly you know when you're committed to lies and fantasies the truth hits hard on tuesday we talked to tatum and jennifer shank about hollywood yeah. for freedom an organization tatum shank. committed to connecting conservatives in hollywood who are being canceled by the high priests of tolerance and inclusion and i just want to point out that one encouraging part of that was the fact that you have a husband and wife working together on this in hollywood they're like unicorns i think <laughs> on wednesday true. and they're still married <laughs> On Wednesday, we have we had Jaron Jackson on the show talking about the inevitability of Christian nationalism. He ain't wrong. How is Christian nationalism inevitable? Well, basically for the same reason the fulfillment of the Great Commission is inevitable. Yeah. Jesus died and rose again in order to purchase the nations for himself. And Jaron said the reason Christian nationalism is inevitable is because Jesus is king and he will accomplish his mission. Jaron is one of those guys who speaks very plainly, yeah. which makes most theologians nervous. He says what he means. He's the kind of guy who sounds like he actually believes what he's talking about. That's funny. All the seminarians are like, oh no. (laughs) And speaking of all nations bending the knee, yesterday we talked to another husband and wife team, this time in the real estate industry, Chris and Natalie Carpenter from Story Real Estate. They encouraged us to think of real estate as a good long-term investment and as Christians interested in providing for our families, practicing hospitality, and taking dominion and sharing the gospel, investment properties are often a great way to grow in those areas. I want to close by simply underlining this point. God made the world in a particular kind of way with gravity, colors, animals, physics, and male and female image bearers, the rulers of creation. We rule creation well when we embrace God's assignments and submit to his word. We do this in our families, in our churches, our businesses, our schools, our civil governments. The central fight we are in is over this. But this means that we're fighting with reality. Reality's on our side. And so as long as we keep aligned with God's reality, according to God's word, we have the winning strategy. Amen. Our enemies, on the other hand, are fighting with delusions and lies. That's right. Which means that the only reason they seem to be gaining ground at points is because a bunch of people who know better 
are going along with the lies and delusions. That tabloid media. That's right. So the central exhortation is to not do that. <laughs> Worship God. Embrace your masculinity, your femininity, get married, have kids, baptize them, raise them up in the Lord, start schools, businesses, stay involved in your community. Our platform is reality, truth, and gravity because Jesus is risen from the dead. You hit that Timing. That was great. That was pretty good. Okay, I got to ask. So right now, people who are in the middle of divorces are looking for great lawyers when they need to be finding great pastors. Right. right. And let's just say you got to call up. Right. What would you, what See, would you Stephen say? Crowder calls you. Like, yeah. hey, pastor, I'm in the middle of something right yeah. now, and I, yeah. I, I just think maybe I'm doing this wrong. And I got what this great you, contract. What would you, what would you recommend? Rumble. Yeah. Right. No, no, you, we got it. <laughs> I, well, I'll, I'll go right to First John one, and I would say we got to confess. We got to confess all the sins. Mm. That's it. Get it all out. Because Jesus says that you you can't see clearly when you have you have a plank in your eye. You got a pole in your eye to see the speck clearly in your in your brother's eye, which includes your 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 husband or your wife or your ex husband or your ex wife, your kids, your whole situation. You can't see it clearly, so you got to get a clean heart. Um, and and uh, and Jesus says in one of those cryptic statements, he it's a it's a Jewish I don't know aphorism or or I don't know what you know, um, proverb or something where he says the lamp of the body is the eye. Yeah. Right. If the eye is full of light, then the body is full of light. But if the eye is full of darkness, how the body is full of darkness. Right. And and that and I think that that's it's all tied together. You can't you can't see clearly. Mm-hmm. I, he's probably talking particularly about greed and covetousness. That's what really darkens your eye, blackens your eyes. You're focused on something that you want that you don't have. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say also in general can apply to all kinds of sins. If you've got sin in your eye, like a telephone pole in your eye, you can't see clearly. Your eye is dark and there's darkness in your heart. Same thing with the tongue in James. That's right. right, That's right. But God is light and in him is no darkness at all. And that's why God has the most fun. Mm. God is the most fun. The most joy is found in God because there's no darkness in him at all. It's all light, all fellowship, all the time. No shadows. No shadows at all. And so if you walk in the light, as he is in the light, you have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses you from all sin. The way that that blood is applied is if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So what I would do is I would say, all right, uh, what you need to do right now. So Stephen calls me and says, what should I do, Pastor? I would say, all right, I want you to write a letter to God and your wife. And I want you to write down every way you can possibly think of that you sinned against God or your wife mm. since you, as far back as you can remember. Spend a three or four days on it. Mm. Write all of it out. All of it out. Keep writing so there's nothing else. Nothing left. Nothing left. Mm. And then say, please forgive me to God and to your wife. Give it to your wife. Wow. That's the first step. Because the fir- you can't see clearly until you're clean. Yeah. yeah. So your cl- your heart has to be completely clean. Yep. Then you'll be able to begin seeing clearly. Now what happens is once you start, you confess that first list, you get clean and it's just clean enough to see the second list. Yeah, so the, yeah. <laughs> you're, right. like, you're like, wait a second. Oh, there was more underneath there, yeah. you know? And, yeah. and then you confess that. But here's the thing. The good news is that you really can get completely clean. And there, it, it really is possible to get to the bottom of the pile. When you haven't done the dishes in you know six months, you know you live in a bachelor pad or whatever, impossible. or you haven't cleaned your room or the garage or whatever, and you like you look at the pile, you look at the mess, and you think, I just want to burn that thing. <laughs> yep. And and but but the promise of the gospel is, by the grace of God, through confession of sin, you can get clean. You can get to the bottom of the pile. You start mm. with the stuff on the top, the stuff you know about, and then you work your way down. Yeah. And you really can get back to the point where you say, you know what, 
can't think of anything. Yeah. I, I think that I think that might be it. I think I'm there. That, and you know, you'll sin again tomorrow. You yeah. have to confess that one. Right. But that's di- that's different. Like once you cleaned out the sink of all that mess, when you got a dirty one dirty dish, just wash the dirty dish. Right. Confess that sin, put it in this, you know, put it in the drying rack. Um, but you gotta get clean so that you can see clearly. That's the only way to get through a messy divorce, a messy situation like this, is you gotta see clearly. It doesn't mean that everything's gonna be easy. But if, you, but if you confess your sins and you're clean, then God is with you, God is on your side, and you can walk through whatever you have to walk through with God on your side. You, you might got, even get your wife back. You got, and, and, and who <laughs> you know, knows? I mean, if right? God's with you, mm-hmm. then who can stand against yeah, you? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. absolutely. Exactly. That's good. Everybody needs to do that, period. Not That's just right. Stephen. Yeah. So clean. if you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until Monday, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight laugh and feast this is crust politic home it's where you build your legacy where traditions are started seeds are planted meals are shared and stories are told we are chris natalie carpenter owners of story real estate and our team of top agents helps people find homes in moscow idaho and around the country have you thought about a move contact us to get connected with a top agent who shares your values and puts your family first or reach out to us about our Moscow Relocation Guide. Wherever you're looking to go, we can help you find home. Call us at Story Real Estate or visit us at storyrealestate.com and start building your legacy. Looking for a job isn't easy. It used to be that you could apply at a big name tech company and build a great career for yourself. But times have changed. Many of these companies have gone full woke. And if you aren't the right gender, ethnicity, you don't use pronouns, or if you're not an activist for the preferred cause, then good luck. Why would you risk your career on that? At Red Balloon, we're connecting good employees with top quality companies that value you for your skills and your work ethic, not your social activism score. Employers who post jobs on Red Balloon are focused on creating an enjoyable and productive work culture, free from divisive woke mandates. So if you want to find a serious career path without the nonsense, come to Red Balloon and post your resume today. Because you shouldn't have to choose between your job and your values. That's redballoon.work, where you can find your future.